A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Welcome back to Swiftish. This is Shelby. And this is Ashley. And we're back at it. I mean, it's been a little bit of a break. We're trying this every other week thing. I think I like it. I know. I think it's good because Taylor's just like MIA. She is. I don't know where she is. <laughs> no one does. What she's doing. <laughs> yeah. Does she know what she's doing? I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, she does. She's following what she like what she's been doing for the past year and a half. Yeah. She's staying true to herself. Yeah. Well I heard a story, I don't know if you heard this, and this might be why. So when everything kind of like shit hit the fan when uh. she was dating Joe with the media, Joe got her phone and deleted all of her social media apps. <laughs> Wait, she, where is the source on this? The, the secret sessioners. Oh really? Yeah, I read this on Tumblr oh. and she was Scott Swift told one of the secret sessioners. Oh. And she was mad at first. Yeah. Because, you know, she kept on, like, reading Twitter, like, Tumblr, everything, what people are posting about her. And I think that's where she got this inspiration from. Because at first she was so mad. But then, like, it was like a weight lifted off of her. Yeah. And people are still writing mean stuff about her. <laughs> that's like, true. Like, maybe not the media, but, I'm sh- but if you read, like, people's tweets, personal tweets about her, mm-hmm. like, it, it can be yeah. jarring. So, you've been on The Swift Life. How has that been? The Swift Life. Um... Has she been on it? She's been liking things. Mm. Uh, yeah, but guess what? What? So I posted our party that we did. Yes, it the epic party. I know. I don't think it ever got the credit that it deserved. I know. It got so close. It's like, it has so many notes on Tumblr, I yeah. think, like well over a thousand, right? Yeah, but not enough. I know. Taylor's <laughs> never been on. Taylor's never, She's never been on. I know. I posted it. Uh-huh. I posted it on the Swift Live, mm-hmm. and it got reshared. It got up to like a thousand Swift Sims and like lots of likes and lots of Tamojis, and I made it to the Swift Sim feed. Yes, which for people who don't know, such as me, is... Yes. So Swift Sim <laughs> feed is if people like enough posts, but if they also give it a lot of Swift Sims, uh-huh. then that goes to like a main page like where you can go on. Elite. An ultra elite... Um, easy for Taylor to access page. Like fan favorites, basically. She liked, like, five posts that were on there. Yeah. But not ours. No! Which means, like, she must have seen ours because... Because there's only, like, 20? There's only 12. Oh, 12 12 or 15. And she liked posts that were, like, beneath ours. Right. Wow, that's pretty rude. (laughs) Like, she's seen it, but she's not impressed. (laughs) Well, or, you know, people or like she, to say she just screenshots stuff and saves it for later. Well, so. you know, I uh, put where I was sitting yeah. on all the tours I'm going to with Taylor. Yeah. You know where to find me. Yeah. Oh, it's just a disappointment. I know. So is she, like, on it regularly or just every um, week so or so? So this past week, she liked, like, because they refresh the Swift Send feed, and I'm not sure how often they do it. I'm not sure, like who they choose, because a lot of people had more Swiftsons than I right. did, and they didn't make the feed. Right. So I'm not sure what goes into that, yeah. the demographic. But this past week, they've refreshed it twice, and she's liked stuff oh, two different times. So she's wow. liked, like, 20 stuff. I know, because she hasn't been on Tumblr at all. since the in-game music video. And it's been funny. So Tumblr is, like, yeah, my tell world. Me, tell me how that is, because... <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, it's, like, it's like dead. Like there's only a few active accounts and everyone's talking about how dead it is and how there's only a few active accounts. And so what's been interesting is just like reading people's opinions because most of them are like, like you said, like, oh, she needs her mental health break. Like, why should we expect her to be on here all mm-hmm. the time? And then other people are like, well, it's her job. Like, she had her break. Like, her job is her, is her, is her persona. It's her media. Yeah, but her, the old Taylor Swift is dead. Yeah. Like, that's what she's been, like, shoving down her throat. Right. The old Taylor Swift is dead. You see people like Justin Timberlake, who just released songs. He just went, like... He's also doing mm-hmm. his tour, mm-hmm. and he's he's been selling out. He's not interacting with fans. Yeah. So uh, I know that we expect this of Taylor, but she like why? Well, so this is my question, and I've been having some thoughts about this right, because because <laughs> like yeah, she took a year and a half break basically. Yeah. She just disappeared, didn't do anything. That's great. And then she came out with an album. So my question is, if she wasn't ready to deal with, like, the media, if she wasn't ready to deal with the social media, if she wanted to delete all her accounts still, why did she rush the release of this album? Maybe it wasn't that she doesn't... Maybe it's not that. Maybe she never wants to deal with the media again. (laughs) I know, but that's coming at the cost of dealing with her fans. And Taylor Swift has built her entire career on... And she has said that she will never let her fans Right. But it feels like she's just interacting with her fans when it's promotion time. Yeah, which is very rare anyways. It's such a small promotion. And so it's just like, from what I've seen on Tumblr, there's a lot of people who are like, well, why... Like, come back if she's not going to come back. And come obviously, back, be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she doesn't have to be, like, on 24-7, but it's, like, strange that, yeah, she doesn't just No, and, like, when you, when you Google Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. yes, last night I was preparing for this episode, I yeah. Googled Taylor Swift, I, nothing, no drama really came up. That's true, I know. And, and I, I think that's what she wants. I think that that's her end game. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but speaking, is it like... Speaking of end game, and this might, yeah. this might maybe speak to what Taylor Swift's going to be doing down the road. So Ed Sheeran just got engaged. Yeah. Ooh, Ed Sheeran. He was in an interview and he told someone that as soon as he has children, he's going to stop recording songs and stop being a performer because he... He wants to focus all of his attention on his family and his children, and he's in like, he's rich enough. Yeah, to he's do that. pretty settled. <laughs> what if like Taylor Swift is going to do the same thing? I mean, that's She's fine, fine but then it's like, why isn't she giving it her all this time? Then, if she thinks it might be her last, or if she thinks one day she will have more of a permanent break, then why not go all out with this era, which she yeah. said is for the fans, and yet the fans are feeling more and more isolated from her. Yeah, but, you know, in the past, we've had... We've also had um, media interviews to go right. off of. And we've been talked about that. So she gave us a lot on all different fronts. So she, yes, right. she was giving us a lot on Tumblr. I Probably during those promotional periods, she mm-hmm. was more active on 1989 around that time. Yeah. But then we also saw her in the news. We also saw her um, in interviews. So we saw a lot more of her, so we didn't feel like she had left right. us. So she's probably doing just as much fan interaction as she is now. No, because she had she had the Christmas, she had sent packages to fans, she had fans come to her house randomly. That was just Valentine's Night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And because But before that she was doing like, you know, thirteen hour meet and greets and 
Um, I think like even just her Instagram was a huge part of fan. That's true. Fan thing. That's true. We don't have her Instagram. Yeah, we, we don't have we, her tweets. We don't have her don't even her even, Insta stories. Well, no, we don't even have her um, the Swift Life. Yeah. But when you first signed up for the Swift Life, as you as you saw, uh-huh. there were videos being like, oh, "I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah, exactly. Welcome to the Swift Life." I thought we'd have more of her right. posting. I thought we'd have more of her photos, more of her videos, more comments, mm-hmm. and not just likes. Yeah. Like, is she actually liking these posts? Right. Like, yeah. She's not, like, it's, if she does post, it's more like, hey, I dropped my music video. Right. Like, we thought that we'd get on the Swift Life and we'd be able to interact with all these other fans. But also interact with Taylor Swift. Yeah, like her even before like this wall, like when she was promoting her album originally, like she had Insta stories and mm-hmm. she was like engaging yeah. with like, fans. In re- yeah, and reputation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and that's the sad thing is that everyone, like all of her like diehard fans, they're saying stuff like, "Oh no, she's preparing for something big." Right. She's preparing <laughs> for something big. Yeah. She's recording music videos. Right. And there still is that that hope that she's going to be dropping right. a deluxe it's album. So, yeah. I'll be speaking of deluxe album. You know where I got my like pop fact news? Yeah, yeah. They so they dropped some um, Nicki Minaj drama uh-huh. like, and like tea and it didn't happen it didn't he, they said that uh-huh. she was supposed to drop an album on the 19th or do something on the 19th she didn't do it and so everyone was like down her throat or something like that oh, and no. so she deleted her account she's gone she's gone no more facts about There's the pop news no pop fact news anymore and she was like right a lot yeah of times. she did have great tea yes yeah, I mean, so that's crazy deactivated and then she spilled a ton of tea oh, really? about all the different artists, and she stopped. Like, she was saying that Taylor Swift, something about, like, the deluxe album, and there's going to be more, sorry, said that, more tour dates and arenas and everything like wow. that. And she spilled like, Ariana's tea, yeah. like, Nikki tea, all this stuff, and then she she stopped. Yeah. Whoa, so, drama. Yeah. So, so everyone's know. in the dark now. Everyone's <laughs> in the dark. We just don't know what's know. going on. Yeah, but it's like, it's just interesting to me because even beyond the like fan engagement, which is sad to me to lose that, it's you also like, it's it. not. You could always have it. Oh, I know. But it's like, but that's what's I'm curious about because it's like, this is still her job. And like, mm-hmm. not to taint like the past things as only promotional stuff, it's like, this is all she has to do for work, you know, is have a fan base. Yeah, and like go on Tumblr yeah. every like once a week. Yeah, go on the exactly. Life. It's not That's like true. it's not like we're saying you have to invite every fan in the history of the fandom to your house on That's every true. Wednesday. It's I just, like I'm hoping that she's gearing yeah. up something big, right? And I know she has a tour to to do. Yeah, I know she's prepping for that tour. I know, but I was thinking about last tour prep, and we got like pictures with the dancers and little behind the scenes stuff on her Instagram and like tweets she's about it. Giving us nothing to work <laughs> off of. And even, yeah. even the media. Like, right. And that's where I'm confused is like, is this working for her? Like, is it paying off? Like, obviously I, she's going to make her money. But I wonder if she's happy. I wonder yeah. if she's happy with the success because like, for instance, Endgame right. uh, is the, the single right now and it, <laughs> it did go up in charts. So it was like 83 on the Billboard 100 right. about like around like November, December, mm-hmm. and then there's officially, yeah, you the know, music video came out, and now it's number 18. Yeah. And Ready For It's like 93. <laughs> and that's the only yeah. two out of the it's whole... It's amazing it's still on, yeah. Yeah, and then Ed Sheeran, who's had his songs out forever, mm-hmm. he's on the, he's like on the top, he's yeah. still in there, and she's only had her songs out since... Yeah. Uh, and so maybe it's good she doesn't care about 
accolades. Like, I don't think she's going to show up to the Grammys even. No, but. no, no. So it's, like, interesting. Like, is she just doing this to get, like, her last nest egg? Or does she care about this album she says is her best to date? Or is she... You know, I just wonder where her heart is, you know? Well, was it um, Rob Sheffield just, he rearranged everything for the top, like, 100 songs of Taylor Swift, and he agreed with that list, because if if anyone doesn't know, All Too Well is still number one. Good. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) But they've slipped in Delicate and New Year's Day. And Getaway Car. And Getaway Car, into the top ten. Was there another one, or was that it? Just those three. Yeah, so I mean, Rob Sheffield, I agree with a lot of what he says, except I don't know why Delicate just hasn't hit me yet. I haven't had that, like, renaissance with it, but... I, I like Delicate. Yeah. I, I wouldn't call it, like, I don't know, top I would, 10. He but, put it, like, at 4 or 5, yeah, top, I think. Yeah, I would, like, maybe put it, like, top 20 Yeah. Yeah, so I I would switch out. I love Call It What You Want oh more my gosh. than New Year's Day. See, see, I, it's so good. I do like it's what just, you want. I still like love. So I used to listen to just Reputation, always Reputation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And, and so now I don't always. But when it comes on, I always skip to Call It What You Want, Getaway Car, and Keep, keep it My Heart. heart. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I know Taylor still got it, and like that's oh. why we're doing this podcast is because she's a genius songwriter, and I love it. But I miss the like drama. Mm-hmm. I really I do. do. Miss the drama. <laughs> There's nothing for us like tea time, you guys. It's like nothing yeah. right now. I have yeah, a tiny little like t- tidbit to talk about, yeah. but we have no tea time. I know. Which that's what she wants. I know. And so it's like, I don't, she doesn't need to be in like beefs with Nicki Minaj or Katy Perry, but we it's like, we want to see her. I know. It's like she stopped even doing the making of behind the scene music videos. Yeah. And it's like, ah. I haven't seen how she made, like, Dancing With Our Hands Tied, oh, which yeah. I'm very curious about because we've heard, like, an emotional story from the yeah. Secret Sessioners about that. But, anyways, she's still killing it in her own way, I guess, because she does have two nominated songs at the Grammys. She does Sunday. have two nominated songs, and very interesting enough, she... Uh, only one of them she actually sings in. Right. <laughs> I know. So we have I Don't Want to Live Forever from Fifty Shades. You know, that Whatever. was, like, we can talk about, like, are we going to have an episode dedicated to that? Well, let's see if it wins. Like, it okay. might. Okay, you guys. We, if, it, if it wins a Grammy, we'll get into more detail with, like, the lyrics and the song. For sure. And then, obviously, the one we're hitting on today, Better Man. Better Man. Better Man, her first country song since Red. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like Better well, Man has really resonated with me this week for like multiple different reasons. Mm-hmm. One of them was because I have a best friend. She's my Abby to this Taylor, mm-hmm. if you will. Even down to like the curly, crazy <laughs> hair. Like, she's my best friend. We've been through so much together, like breakups. Like, she was my maid of honor. So, we had all this stuff. And she was dating this guy for five years. And he, like, strung her along. He, like, used her. He, like, just would never really commit. And when he did commit, there's always a reason why they couldn't, like, take it any farther. And then, like, all of a sudden he kind of ghosted her. Like, <gasps> December? This is after five years of her speaking so with him. Rude. He ghosted her. And then he found out he, she, like, kind of stalked him. Because, like, we all do. She stalked her ex. And he... There's, like, this young little thing that tagged him in a photo that was like, this is my evil man twin. So he has a girlfriend. Guess what? She calls him. What? Guess what he says? I don't he know. He says, I'm just trying to be a better man. 
Oh, no. I was like, are you kidding me? No. Because I'm, I was like, I've listened to Better Man, and everything you did was in that song. Yeah. So it was a little like, oh, that's that was too bad. Yeah. yeah. It's a good song. I it's mean, such a good song. So it came out, so Little Big, Little Big Town. Little Big little Town. Little Big Town released this track in October. Yeah. Late like, October. Late October. They wouldn't say who wrote it for a couple weeks. It was number one on the country's song charts for yeah. two weeks. And, like, they were saying someone, um, Kevin Cohen, the, I don't know how to say his name, from Country Universe, uh, he said it was a, like, he rated it as an A. And he said the concept that is grounded is so much truth, and he's amazed he's never heard like this approach before. Yeah. And this is what kind of about me. He said, the writers do a great job capturing both why the song's narrator stayed for so long and why she had to leave. Yeah. And he says it's raw and real and deeply powerful. Right. I, it, was, it was interesting because, oh, the writers. Yeah. And did anyone ask them who the writers were? I think, I don't know, I think fans would, like, on yeah. Twitter and stuff, but it wasn't, like, It wasn't a hot topic. Push. Yeah. It wasn't a hot topic. Because, like, a lot of people just have songs written for them. Yeah. But then they announced at, like, a press conference that mm-hmm. actually it was and a Taylor Ta-da. Swift original. Which yeah. is crazy. And yeah. I remember hearing about it and being like, oh my gosh, I have to listen to this no. song right now. This is the question. Did you know the song existed before that? No. Maybe. I'm not a country. <laughs> so I like country. Oh, really? I wasn't on a country funk around this time. Yeah. I like hop around to yeah. like songs and I don't know what the number one country song yeah. is right now. Um, but it's, and I like Little Big Town. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big follower, but yeah. I generally like their top songs. Yeah. And so as soon as I heard it was from Taylor, I was in my office. Turn my phone on, and I was like, I know, and you can like feel the Taylor esque like rhythms to it. I just think it's so good. And what was your first thought when you listened to the song? (laughs) I was like, Oh my gosh, we got a Calvin breakup! (laughs) Oh, I got that too. I was like, I want a Calvin Harris breakup, but then somewhat, okay, this you guys, if you want to find this tweet, it is deleted, it's (laughs) deleted. Um, so this one reporter, she basically was like, oh, you think this is about Calvin? Right. Uh, no, it's not. Like, yeah. This is actually a song, my source t- tells me, that was written in 2010. Yeah. And then that was partly deleted. Well, and I think she came out and said, yeah. oh, did she? No, that she came out was... and said that like, her source was wrong, yeah. and it was another Taylor Swift song. Yeah. Oh, I was like, okay. <laughs> I know there's a lot of rumors because I guess there's like a website that lists dates for copyrights, and this song was copyrighted in 2011 and so people were who, like oh who, who was she dating like who had she just spiraled off a relationship around 2010-2011 Jake Gyllenhaal right Jake Gyllenhaal yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, you read the lyrics we'll go into the lyrics but it's very like red themed yeah it's very much of like you know like an all too well mm-hmm. it's like you know I could have seen the song on the red album but it was and this is my take if it was written in like 2010 and she did like maybe possibly was considering a country album mm-hmm. like that better man didn't really fit right the sound even though there's so many even sounds it in red sonically cohesive. It, it, it would have like really messed with right. that yeah and it's i this is the one i heard it was someone was like it's so similar to dear john i think it's about john mayer and i was like they are like very similar songs, and I wonder if maybe she like had you know ten breakup ten yeah. breakup songs and picked Dear John, and then this one just got set aside. Well, I know, but like Dear John was such like a a flash in the pants for her, right? That like, <laughs> I, if you will, 
but it just—it was so—it was so fast. And yeah. It wasn't really like well publicized. Right. Like he might have like hurt her. But yeah. Jake did a number on her. She wrote a whole <laughs> album about Jake. Yeah, it's true. I'm just. But was Jake that? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And it's like. The other thing, though, is people are also like, well, obviously this is about Calvin Harris. Yes. And I think we'll talk more about it when we get into the lyrics because it does it bring, does. like, very Calvin-y. Oh, this, is, no, this is what I think. This is, yeah. I've been thinking about it. I think that maybe she did write it in 2010. Mm-hmm. She wrote some of it in 2010. Right. But then she went through more relationships and she grew more as a person and, you know, had more experience. Yeah. And she added to it. Oh, definitely. I definitely don't think it's just about one ex. Right. I think she pulled from a lot of experiences, and maybe Calvin Harris was the one that she, like, that inspired it. Yeah. But also, this is, okay, you guys, and I texted you about this. (laughs) Yeah. Now, this is, like, really far-fetched, and it's not true. It is not true, so people do not. But it's provocative. But it's provocative, and you know I love my theories. So I was looking at how long, um, Okay, so I was looking up this article about Better Man, and it was saying it was 4 minutes and 21 seconds, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I looked at All Too Well, and that was 5.45. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, like, what is that? What is, like, this is the missing <laughs> lyrics that was a part of the 10-minute version of All Too Well. <laughs> and that's not true, but All Too but... Well and Better Man, like, you know, she she knew she had to leave because yeah. she remembered it all too well and she needed mm. a better man and she was running scared and I don't know. It was just, yeah. I, I keep well, wondering. it could be that when Taylor Swift made that jokey comment about there being a 10-minute version of All Too Well, maybe she just meant there's a million songs I'd written about this guy. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I just, I don't know. This is yeah. just, it just feels so red to me. I yeah. don't necessarily think it's the missing lyrics of All Too Well, mm-hmm. but I think it just screams red in my mind. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's interesting because Taylor hasn't really talked about it at all. She performed it in Houston, and she said thank you to Little Big Town for, like, singing it, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. But she hasn't, like, talked about it. And so Little Big Town was the one who told most of the background story, and they were like, they were like, she sent us a song and an email, and they said it was one that was really special to her. Mm-hmm. 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 Interesting. And then she said that she had thought of them specifically because of their harmonies yeah, as a group. And they're good. And they're good. It's they're beautiful. So good. I mean, they're and so good that they they won um, Best Country of the Year for yeah, the Yeah. Best Country. Best Song of yeah. the Year. <laughs> and um, they, this is the first time Taylor's ever pitched a song to anyone before. They're going to say yes. <laughs> yeah, of course. And then they told her... What if we don't like tell anyone that you wrote it at first? And she was like, "Oh my gosh, that's such an honor! Is like that you're valuing me as a songwriter rather mm-hmm. than a celebrity." Yeah. And so I think it's cool that they did have that like instant success with the song without name dropping Taylor. Yeah, yeah. And then once they name dropped Taylor, of course the like media became ultra obsessed with, "Wow, what's this song about? Who's the breakup? Is this Calvin Dirt?" Mm-hmm. And it's like. It's addictive, like, we're and, doing it too, yeah, you know? Yeah. And somebody <laughs> even said, like, oh, like, the only good, the only interesting thing about the song is that it's written by Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of came, like, got a lot of press for it, mm-hmm. but also, like, because it was a Taylor song, right. it got a lot of bad press right. for it. Right. It's just interesting how they talk about <sighs> it. But it's also funny, because Calvin didn't have anything to say about this song, I went back to his, I, like, scrolled through his Twitter, because <laughs> we know he likes to talk about stuff. And there was nothing. He was, like, around that time, he, uh, he was promoting his 
his song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, so it's interesting because he also was rumored to have released a breakup track called Olay oh, right after they broke that up. Was such a bad song. Such a bad song, supposedly from the perspective of Tom, where it's like this guy who's cheating with a girl who has a boyfriend. And so everyone was like, wow, Taylor, like, I mean, that Calvin. That really quick. Right. Around. And so people actually, I don't think, I think people came out and said, actually, this was written right before. But then he came out with another song in October, right around Better Man, called mm-hmm. My Way. And it's like, everyone thought it was about Taylor because it's like about this robot girlfri- girlfriend who's it was like two faced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was on the radio all the time. <laughs> Stop. And it's not because it was Calvin. Right. It was just just very repetitive. Yeah. And so maybe Taylor, you know, had seen all this drama and was like, I want to get a song out there without getting a song out there, you know? Yeah. So she released this song and the people loved it. Mm -hmm. They did. I just think it's just so relatable. Like, I, I was reading an article about, like, yeah, like, girls can relate to it too, but, like, even men can relate to it. Like, what if, like, you know, a father could have always been right, a better man? Exactly. Like, their best friend could have always been a better man. Not every single lyric they can relate to, but someone can always relate to that. Yeah, I know. It's, like, so cool. It's, like, this very empowering song. And even though it's, like, heartbreaking, it's ultimately just, like, a breath of relief, you well, know? Well, so I have to tell you that, like, of course, like, with this song, I was like, oh, about one of my exes. Like, who's such a douchebag? Yeah. <laughs> then I was, like, cleaning in my house, and I was like, and this is how I related to it today. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I can, I was that person in that song before. Oh. Like, I could have been a better woman for someone. Like, I dated this guy in college, like, loved him, but nah, uh. wasn't, like, too, like, strung off of him but he really really liked me yeah and like to the point where he would have changed his whole life just to be with me and I yeah. ended up moving away and we we're still dating a little bit and then I was like no, I don't really like you like I was, it was just convenient yeah. for me to be with him like I was changing my mind all the time and I was like oh my god like I've you been are. <laughs> but Taylor's been there too yeah. with Taylor Lautner yeah. like oh, like poor Taylor. one way Always forget about it exactly. like one way or another people can relate to it either they've been the person who's been wronged right. By somebody else, or they've been the person who has wronged them. Yeah. No, it's true. It's a great song, and now we get to go into the lyrics. Let me just say that a lot of people, going into the lyrics, a lot of people thought it was about domestic violence. Oh, I know. That was so odd to me. And And it was like, that's so interesting. (laughs) I know. That's something. Yeah. Okay, is it my turn to read? I honestly have no memory. I don't know. I'll read. I'll read. Okay. Uh, let's start. I know I'm probably better off on my own than loving a man who didn't know what he had when he had it. Okay, wait. So I was reading this and I was like, oh, this is interesting. And to be honest, all of my notes basically come from the hope and desire that this song is about Calvin. So I want it to be about. So Calvin. I'm gonna have a lot of details about no, the relationship. No, I really didn't. Like, good. I'm glad because I really didn't, <laughs> I don't, don't really have a lot of notes on this. I know, and so, and I think it's fair that this is probably a conglomerate of like pieces of songs that she's had waiting, and she put it together. And who knows if it's really about it? But it happens to align with a lot of Calvin stuff. And so right off the bat, I think this is really a Taylor way to start, which is, I know I'm probably better off on my own, because the entire 1989 era, like the early part, was built around this idea that she hasn't dated in two years. And she's she loves a girlfriend. Yeah, and she's, she's like, free, living wild, yeah. doing what she wants. And I remember in this interview in October, like of 2014, she was like, honestly, I can't imagine dating anyone because I can't think of anyone who would make me 
like consider getting back into a relationship yeah. like he would have to be really 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 different a kind of one in a million person for me to face all but that like, again Calvin wasn't really one in a million <laughs> I know so maybe I would say Joe's one in a million right. like, I don't know yeah. but and he's so unique um and he kind of, but I don't I don't know like I feel like I Calvin's know just that's what's so interesting and he's sort of known as a douche like the way he treated Rita Ora, which was oh, yeah. his ex of a long time, like, like they dated a long time. banned her from yeah. even playing a song. It's just, like, played her so dirty. And so I think, like, this opening stanza, like, I know I'm better off on my own. She knew that. She but then she's that. looking at this man, loving a man who didn't know what he had when he had it. And I, I think this obviously could be reflecting back on how he didn't appreciate her. Mm-hmm. But it could also be her at the beginning being like, oh, is this a good guy? Like, he didn't even... Like, he didn't treat Rita Ora well, and he was dating someone when they first yeah, met, and yeah. then broke up very I mean, quickly after. I would break up by a chance to cancel. <laughs> I know. Let's just be But honest. exactly, because that means he didn't know what he had when he had the it. Thing is, like, he should have known. It's Taylor freaking Swift. <laughs> like, no one else. It's, she's just so different, and she's just so pure. Yeah. And, I know. Oh, he really didn't know. He, he really messed know. up. But no. I think it's interesting, because she sort of maybe knew it was a bad idea from the get-go. Yeah. Uh, well, the next line, it, it, I think, resonated really well with Little Big Town, and I see the permanent damage you did to me. Um, they were in an interview. I don't know with which what article, mm-hmm. but it, um, it said a lot of times in life there are things that you have to walk through from that don't necessarily feel like the greatest decisions that you have to make in your life, like breaking wow. up with someone. I'm sure when she broke up with Calvin, like, you know, that's what people knew them as, like, you know, they were just, like, a celebrity couple. Right. You know, it was just it probably easy to be with him just because it's just... Oh, and, like, she's made fun of every time she breaks up with yeah. anyone. Especially so after, like, like Blink's face. It's yeah. kind of like, what are people going to think of me? What yeah. That's my reputation. Yeah. Um... And then they just said, but, you know, sometimes you know that it's time to move on. No matter how hard that is, you just know that down in your heart that it's time to do that. And, you know, those are very difficult decisions, and we face them sometimes in our lives. And they think that this song basically talks about, like, this very beautifully. It takes a song and just all the feelings that you feel like when you need to move on from a, yeah. a person who isn't good for you right here. Yeah, I know. It's really beautiful. I mean, even the next part of this yeah. verse. Never again. I just wish I could forget when it was magic. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I can't tell you, like, when I've had breakups, and I'm sure when you've had breakups, mm. like, you, it ended so tragically, and then you're like, but it was so yeah, good. Yeah, you're like, oh, like, you, you keep on thinking, like, oh, why did it end? Because all of these good times. Yeah, I know. It's, <sighs> it's like the worst part is you just immediately forget the bad and you're like left with the hauntings of this. Exactly. And you're like, well, what did I do? What's yeah. wrong with me? Like, it was so good. I must have done something and I must have yeah. messed it up. But mm-hmm. sometimes it's just, they should have been a better man. Yeah. Um, I wish it wasn't 4 a.m. standing in the mirror saying to myself, you know you had to do it. I know the bravest thing I ever did was run. I know, which is such a, when I first heard the song, I was just, like, struck by this idea. Like, it's like, she just has to sit there and tell herself, like, no, this was right, this was right, Mm -hmm. like, faking it till you make it, like, trying to believe it. And sometimes when you're in a relationship, and it sounds like this one was very, like, not a physically abusive relationship, Mm -hmm. but more of an emotionally abusive relationship, and sometimes the strongest people end up in these relationships, and they stay there just because they don't think they deserve anything else they're afraid of the lashback mm-hmm. and so it's scary for them to leave that relationship right. like it sounds like calvin wasn't necessarily or whoever 
and mm-hmm. this one wasn't necessarily the nicest person right. always putting her down and sometimes when someone puts you down you start to believe what they say to mm-hmm. you so like mm-hmm. I do like a lot of people are like oh you should just leave a, an abusive relationship like no matter if it's emotionally or abusive but sometimes it gets in your head mm-hmm. so, like a lot, a lot of people can probably relate like that's the bravest thing she had to do was run yeah like get out I yeah. know. and it's like Obviously, this is a Taylor song because she mentions, like, an early morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just very surprised it wasn't 2 a.m. I know. She had to, like, if it was 2 a.m. Yeah, we would have all known. We would have known that, like, the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sometimes in the middle of the night, I can feel you again. But I just miss you, and I just wish you were a better man. I know why we had to say goodbye, like, the back of my hand. This is why people thought it was... <laughs> A, an abusive song like the back yeah. of my hand like which is so interesting very interesting because to me that idiom is like oh I have a, I like know everything as well as I know my own hand you know like I have a detailed looking, knowledge exactly. of this thing and that's what I that's what I was taking it to <laughs> yeah. too but I, I do when you listen look into the lyrics there are some things that like I mean it's a bad relationship it's a bad relationship that was a jump for sure and exactly. I think like, this chorus is just so, like, mm-hmm. wistful. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're just, you're just wishing you didn't have, it didn't have to end this way. You wish he was better, but you wish, too, that you could have, like, stayed, but then you know you shouldn't. And mm-hmm. I just think it's so, again, like, just so emotive. And it's just, Taylor does a great job of doing that. That's how <laughs> she is who she is. I know. And I just miss you, and I just wish you were a better man, a better man. I know I'm better off, probably better off alone than needing a man who would change his mind at any given minute, and it's always on your terms. I'm hanging on every careless word, hoping it might turn sweet again, like it was in the beginning, but your jealousy, I can hear it now. You're talking down to me like I'll always be around. You push my love away like it's some kind of loaded gun. Boy, you never thought I'd run. I love this verse. This I is like it's so powerful. It I know, because I think... And this is, again, where I get into the Calvin stuff, because at the beginning of this verse, she's like, I know I'm probably better off alone again than needing a man who could change his mind at any given minute, and it's always on your terms. Because even when they were dating, it would be like, Calvin would just, like, randomly show up to things or not show up, and people would be like, there were all these rumors that he had planned, he was supposed to be there, but then failed. Yeah, like the Met Gala, like the Grammys. At a club doing who knows what. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's like, I think it's very Calvin-esque here because it's like... when you have Taylor Swift, like, you show up to the Grammys with her. You go to to every concert because she was at his concert. She was at everything he did that was big, you know, like when he played Coachella, when he was at the New Year's Eve party, like, she was there, yeah. and, like, she always talked about him in her, in her speeches, and, like, her interviews, and, like, she was very supportive, and then the way it looked sometimes was that Calvin wasn't, wasn't like, always there, yeah. and I think it's interesting, too, because when they broke up, Calvin was interviewed, and so he was, like, when we were together, we were very careful for it not to be a media circus. She respected my feelings in that sense. I'm not good at being a celebrity. And I think that's, like, really interesting the way he's, like, she respected my feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, I, basically, he set the terms of how they were in yeah. the public. He was just like, no, this is what, what I'm doing. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. going to go to the Grammys because <laughs> I don't want to be a celebrity. Right. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want the media circus. And yeah. it's like, well, she's winning album of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, you should show up. Yeah. He, he should have showed up. And I think, too, like, obviously this is such a gen- generically relatable idea, like, hoping it might turn sweet yeah. again like it was in the beginning. But 
like I remember when Calvin first was interviewed about his relationship with Taylor, his new mm-hmm. relationship, and she, he was like, oh, she ticks off every box, like boxes I didn't even know exist, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you fast forward to like when he releases, this is what you came for, and she, he's like, we'll never collaborate. I just don't think that, I would never even consider it, basically. And then, and then you have to like also turn back around that like she knew she dodged a bullet when after they broke up, he tweeted all yeah. the mean things to her. Like, he was exactly. not a nice guy. Yeah. Like, so she had a lot nice to guy. stew over. Like, he he was a bully and a meanie on that Twitter rant. Yeah, he was. And she, I mean, even if you feel those things and you're a celebrity, you don't say those Yeah. Things. Talk about a media circus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's creating this media circus yeah. that he didn't want to be a part of. Right. And obviously, like, your jealousy, I can hear it now, is interesting because, and this is why it's more Calvin to me, because... Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe Jake was jealous. I know, I didn't see... That That was another thing that I was like, I didn't see Jake as a right. jealous person. But it's like, Calvin has reasons to be concerned because he's left girlfriends for other women and yeah. stuff. And so... And sometimes when you do that, you're always the jealous one because you think someone's yeah, going to do exactly. that Yeah, exactly. And she went to the Met Gala, which he failed to show up to. And she was and dancing she, with... Her yeah, <laughs> and he probably was super jealous. And she, yeah, I'm sure he had nothing to be jealous over. I mean, she did end up dating Tom down the road, right? But like, he, yeah, maybe, maybe he was jealous because he's like, "You're making me look bad." <laughs> right. Well, he's like, "You're and talking down to me." Yes. Like, I'll always yes. be around, which is that's interesting when you start to take your relationship for granted, and especially you're especially a like, relationship with Taylor Swift. <laughs> Actually, would never. Yeah, I'd be like, yes, Taylor. I'll go to all the Grammys. You set the terms, yeah. Exactly, you set the terms. Because like, I know he acted like he was like the most like he was a yeah he was calling the shots. He was wearing Mm -hmm. pants. But it's Taylor Swift. Like, how do you call the shots in a relationship with like Taylor (laughs) Swift? Yes. Well, that's what's great too. Is like. This image of you push my love away like it's some kind of loaded gun is like really interesting to me because immediately it feels like he was threatened by her or scared of it. Like it's not just like you push it away like it's a donut you don't well, want, you know? When, like you you read all these articles about people being men being intimidated by mm-hmm. women who are more successful than right. Them. And you have this instance right here, and yeah, that like he probably like her success probably bugged him. He well, plus especially when this is what you came for, it did yeah. so well. Well, especially since like the reason why I know he was a big star beforehand, I guess, but like, <laughs> a lot of people hadn't heard of him yeah. until like Taylor Swift started right. dating him. I didn't know who he was until right. Taylor Swift started dating him. I guess in some ways, success is. Kind of because of her. Right. I mean, in the same sense that and maybe yeah. Kanye's 2009 VMA incident brought Taylor's yes. Taylor's name, name to more. other people's yes. attention. Like, she was already successful. She was already on track to become yeah, a huge she, success. But that, like, helped balloon her in a way. Exactly. And I don't think Taylor Swift would, uh, would ever say, like, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're where you are because of I me. made you famous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the that's the Calvin song we need. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I think it is true because I remember what, like the gossip, and you can't always can't trust this, but there'd be like sources say Calvin is like intimidated by Taylor's success yeah. and like money and stuff. And, and it was like they're when they were dating, it was around like the 
1989. It was a lot of hype. She yeah. was always in the media. It was always about yeah. Taylor. And yeah. Maybe he was more jealous of, like, the attention the media gave her and not him. Like, it could have been jealousy of men or jealousy of, like, her fame. Yeah. And, like, her time. She was always gone. She was always yeah. with other people doing other But things. he didn't show up to things that he should have showed up to. Because, you know, I'm sure... Do you think he saw her in the way that the media might have seen her? Or just, a, you know love crazy just wants a man just because that'd be pretty rude but I don't know I mean, like, why, why would you think that like Taylor Swift is lucky to have you right sorry <laughs> you're that's like, like the total third kick. time you're I like, said that it's Taylor Swift yes that's the main takeaway exactly yeah okay. Sometimes in the middle of the night, I can feel you again, but I miss you, and I just wish you were a better man, and I know we had to say goodbye like the back of my hand, but I <laughs> just miss you, and I just wish you were a better man, better man, better oh, man. man. I know. I think this chorus is like, this is also a clue to me that this is at least revised later in her life, because it has this like really like emotional maturity to it that, you know, you didn't like quite good. Like, it feels like she's singing about a man, right? Like, she's singing mm-hmm. about a serious relationship. She's singing about thinking of him in the middle of the night. Like, you know, like, there's this sexual, like, maturity here. Like, a sexual awareness that maybe she couldn't have had when, like, you know, she had her fling with John Mayer or even, like, Jake her Gyllenhaal. It was so short, short relationship yeah. with Jake Gyllenhaal. I know we got a lot of content out of that, like, whole Red is inspired right. by Jake. But... Like you said, this song has, like, this maturity aspect to it. And she was in a mature relationship with Calvin for a year and a half. Yeah, it was, like, a long-term I'm sure that she could have devoted a whole album to Calvin Harris. (laughs) I'm sure we we could have gotten that. Thank goodness we didn't. (laughs) Uh, But we did get this. trashed in one song! Yeah, exactly. Where were we? Oh, I hold on to this pride because these days it's all I have. Which... Makes so much sense mm-hmm. because after she broke up with Calvin Harris, so many things went wrong. For oh her. yeah, she was so many buried. things went wrong. Yeah. So all she had was her pride. Yeah, and she talks about that in like Reputation and in her poems. She's mm-hmm. like, I was left with nothing but like at least the self awareness that I, I did what I could. You yeah. know, like I survived, and I gave you my best. And we both know you can't say that. Oh, I think this is yes. such a nice dig and like. Honestly, regardless of who it's about, like, that, that is, like, so sad, but, like, and obviously this is a private relationship, we don't know everything, but, like, Calvin is a little problematic, and he's a douchebag, and so it's, like, interesting that she was always supporting him. Because she's, like, her best friend, (laughs) and I Taylor. I felt the same way about my friend who's in five years, I thought he was a douchebag, and every single time they'd get back together, because they're only going off again, mm-hmm. I would support her. Yeah. But now, Calvin, gone. <laughs> I didn't even like Calvin when they were dating. I was like, really? But okay, Taylor. Like, that was me being best friend to her. I like, as- like... they were, aesthetically, they were pleasing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess you could say that. Yeah. And they were always matching clothes. Yes. Always matching. Very, very matching. But I think it's interesting. Like, I gave you my best because, like, honestly, like, she gave him not only, like, support and appearances and her name but her life but no 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 no. (laughs) that's not at all no what I'm saying is I think it's a provocative maybe dig at Calvin that she gave him a song that was one of his best 
And she gave it without expecting anything until he burned her, you know? Like, she wasn't saying who it was. She gave him a pseudonym to use. And he didn't need to say, I don't think we'll ever... Right. You know, around that time, they they were having problems, so I think he was pissed off. He took... Uh, he like jabbed at her in an interview because they probably yeah. had an argument. He had no idea what was coming. Around. Yeah, because she gave him her best. She like wrote this song for she him. She taken for herself. Exactly. She could have put her name on Rihanna it. Rihanna didn't need to have to sing it. I'm sure she could have <laughs> sing it and it would have been just the thing. Yeah, it. and so it's I don't know. It's I'm just glad that we don't have a song that's from Taylor and Calvin Harris. Yeah, because it's just kind of like yeah, like we don't need that. Yeah, yeah. Like, they don't need to be like immortalize. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like um, Halsey and g Easy. Right. If they ever break up, they have like this love song. <laughs> so it was just kind of like, right. I'm kind of glad they didn't I know. actually put well, their name together. perfect. I think it's amazing. And now she gets like the last word here where mm-hmm. she's like, you gave me nothing, but like you're welcome for what I gave yeah. you. <laughs> Bye Felicia. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say that. I wish you were a better man. I wonder what we would have become if you were a better man. We might still be in love if you were a better man. You would have been the one if you were the better man. Oh, I just love this bridge. You Me know too. I love bridges. And it's just like, it's so like slow and like building and emotional. Mm-hmm. And it's not like really image heavy, but it's like, wow, these are like gut punches, you and know? And I'm telling you, Little Big Town did a great job at like mm-hmm. throwing those punches. Yes. With, like like their, their harmony. Yeah. Um, Karen's voice. Like it was, yeah, it was good. And this idea that you would have been the one, like, that's also why it's, like, a Calvin song to me, because I doubt she was thinking of marrying John Mayer she, or even Jake Gyllenhaal. Jill- even if she did, it was, like, they dated so long. Yeah, they dated for, like, a month, yeah. Like, yeah. And this is, like, on their one-year anniversary, she, like, posted about it and was, like, one year down, like, expecting more, and obviously, like, everyone thinks that way, whatever, but... Yeah. I think it's also provocative because in the Look What You Made Me Do music video, there is that engagement ring box. That's and there, Yeah, and it's like, maybe there was conversation about this, and well, there I'm were sure rumors that, that there had yeah. been, and so... I'm sure that there was conversations about it. But so it's know. like, you would have been the one if you'd just been a little better. I'm just so glad that he's not the one, because he's, like, I don't know, he's such a douche. <laughs> such a douche. And, like, whereas you see, like, uh, like... We have Joe, who isn't even, like, like, I think someone had said that he made, like, 85, like, he was, he made, he didn't make a lot of money for, um... His one movie. His first one movie. Yeah. Yeah, because Wendy Williams was like, like, this relationship isn't going to last because (laughs) she's worth millions, and he only made, like, $50,000 for his movie. He's like, and he's still living with his parents. Like, where I was like... Joe, probably in a very nice house. Okay, like, probably. Yeah. But Joe could be capitalizing so hard on right. his relationship with Taylor. He could be doing like a media tour. He could mm-hmm. he could be capitalizing. Right. But he's not. Yeah. He is sticking to himself. Like, and I'm sure it's not. I'm sure she's not calling all the shots. I'm sure it's like collaborative eff- effort of them just being more private about it. Yeah. But then you have like Calvis, Cal- Calvis, cool. Calvin, who's just like. Yeah. such a pig. What a disaster. Such I know. a disaster. Joe is yeah. a better man. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad so, that they're not together. I know. I'm sad that she had to go through the heartbreak, but... Yeah, honestly, as soon as she dyed her hair, I was like, wow, something's wrong. No, because <laughs> you, do, you cut your hair after like, something. That is a tell, the hot is tell. And all the girls know. Yeah. All <laughs> yeah. these girls know. Yeah, if you're wondering who's going through some emotional trauma, look just at look at hair. who did something drastic with yeah, their hair. Yeah, exactly. But I think that's what's great about this song. I mean, 
I don't know. It just wraps up with another chorus. Yeah, and it's sometimes in the middle of the night she can film it. It's just kind of, it's just the whole chorus. Yeah, and it's like I think it's true. Like it doesn't matter who this song is about because it's just like a really great song. And and Taylor maybe purposely didn't put as many details because she was shopping it to someone else. So and it like doesn't have like she doesn't all have those a lot of details and reputation right. either. Like yeah, I, I feel like this was kind of like yeah, I feel like. Um, it was just very interesting around the same time. So she, like 2016, this was it, Better Man was released. It was mm-hmm. kind of around the same time that um, I Don't Want to Live Forever was released too. Yeah. And it kind of like gave you this new introduction to Taylor Swift. Yeah. Where she's not giving a lot of details in Better Man, but then you have that sexy side of her in the music video. Yeah. I Don't Want to Live Forever. So it was kind of like this. Even yeah, though we didn't like know, testing. yeah, you know, that it was a new era. Like she was like. She's like, really these. Yeah, it's true. It is like, and it's different and nice. I mean, I think it's interesting that this is one she felt okay to give away because obviously it doesn't fit her her persona anymore. Like and this country, she wasn't song. really doing anything. Like no songs, were right? Really exactly. It didn't fit her brand. It didn't fit her. Yeah, it didn't fit her time. And there's no. There's hardly any Calvin references in her Right. <laughs> I know. She great. said her piece and she's done. And yeah. I love it. I think yeah. it's amazing. And I think, like, one of the earlier reviews was before Taylor was announced as the writer of the song. They were like, this tells the story of a woman who finally gained the strength to leave a toxic relationship. Which is so interesting because when Taylor left her relationship with Calvin... People were like, wow, Taylor, like another breakup. I can't wait to see what these songs are. And it's like the way people talk about Taylor continues to be so strange because here you have a song arguably about leaving a bad relationship. Mm -hmm. When Taylor's announced as the writer, they're not like, oh, wow, Taylor, like, congrats on getting out of this bad relationship. I'm sorry I'd go through that. Yeah, they're like, oh, wow, another breakup. Like, Taylor Swift rips rips apart Calvin Harris. And it's like they just use it as these splashy hits on Taylor, mm-hmm. and it's so interesting that she's trying so hard to just have her writing speak for itself, and people refuse to take her seriously, and like, yeah, we're sitting here and talking about yeah. what it could be about, but we're also, like, respecting we're, the artistry. We're acknowledging <laughs> that, like, the lyrics and, like, the meaning behind them and how, like, right. much of an artist she Yeah, is. we're not just saying, like, oh, she's such a man here, yeah. like, no. get over it, no, stop no, playing no. the victim. Not like, I think these are very powerful lyrics, and I think it is, like, a great breakup track, but it's also a great oh, yeah. empowerment track. It is, it is. That, that's a lot of articles I was reading about it was empowerment, empowerment, empowerment. Mm-hmm. It's like, no yeah. matter who you are, like, this is a very empowered song. Yeah. And speaking of empowerment, this is like a side note, and I'm not going to get into detail on this, <laughs> but like, us starting this podcast has like, yes. given me like the biggest closure of my life. Yay! So like, I'm not going to go into detail of it, <laughs> but it's because of you, and you guys, it's no, just, it's just music can yeah. help heal, you know. Yes, Taylor Swift things. brings us together. She does. Even when she disappears. Like, <laughs> so Taylor Swift back like in Red Era like, made me dodge a bullet. Yeah. Which that's what my closure is yeah. about. But like, yeah. Now I'm sure she's helping people because of this song. Yeah. Get out exactly. of toxic relations. Right. Like she, I'm sure people are inspired inspired out of the song mm-hmm. to be like. Bye, yeah, I have friends who are in toxic relationships right now. I just messaged a friend <laughs> in a toxic marriage, and I was like, "Listen to Better Man." Oh, nice. So yeah. like, I'm not I'm not promoting divorce, you guys, <laughs> but I am promoting people being in like a healthy relationship where you're emotionally yeah. and physically safe. Right. You know, always find a better person. Like, yes. You know, yes. Exactly. Mm. The power of music. Yes. Like, 
I know. And so the power of Taylor is so strong that she's wiped out any drama about this. I know. It's like, there's no... We started out this podcast so sure every week we'd have tea time. Tea, and we'd tea, be able tea. to be like, oh, what is everyone saying and how did they get it wrong? Exactly. But, I mean, the only <laughs> thing when you Google Taylor Swift, it's like talking about like her album and... Tiny little details that someone is suing Taylor Swift. Another one? Another person suing Taylor Swift. But this time it's not over like song lyrics right. or anything to do with music. Um, apparently she used this realtor to show her some houses in New York. Uh-huh. And um, she didn't go with the realtor when she bought one of the houses. <gasps> she cut him out? She oh cut him gosh. out. And so this person is suing her for one point. You know, I don't blame her because million. New York real estate, they make you use brokers and they freaking rip you I, I, I've never lived there, but my husband lived there, and you lived yeah, there. Yeah, so it's, it's insane. Expensive. Usually, the like homeowner pays the broker because they, you know, they're the ones who need help yeah. advertising. But in New York, they make the buyer pay the broker. It's stupid. Because you're lucky to live there. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's like job. whatever. I mean, that's pretty shady, but it's that is that's funny. I hadn't heard that, and that's what's interesting yeah. too. Is it's like Taylor's not drumming up the same amount of clicks she used to, yeah. so maybe. People are moving on and it's working and like whatever. Still Taylor, I guess. I also <laughs> had an article about Taylor this week that um, I don't know what I was googling, but someone compared her to Eminem. It was because she's not selling out as much tickets as she thought she was going to be, and she's not as people aren't like climbing to go to her concert. Mm-hmm. They kind of said that she's like the Eminem of our generation, where mm-hmm. like she's going to have like this cult background, but like she's going to just kind of like. That's so away and like make big hits, yeah, but not like gain a big right uh, following. Interesting. So I was kind of like slapped in the face. I know. That. I was like, oh, I, was like, <laughs> I don't want to be a part of a cult. I want to be a part of an army. <laughs> well, fan army. We yeah. are. We are part part of fan <laughs> army. But like, I just yeah. kind of feel like maybe that is like part of it. I think kind of hit me because it might be true. Yeah. Because she's not doing what she usually does. I know, so, man. We'll see. I do. It, it sort of makes me sad, but like, I'm glad to see like the strong songwriting still being yes. a part of the conversation. Yeah. So it's, I'll get over it. <laughs> yeah, and if we have to like just like Eminem, like just get Taylor collaborations for the next <laughs> ten years, I'm just gonna be happy with whatever I get. <laughs> well, let's see how it turns out. I don't know. <laughs> but um, this is fun to go yeah. into something a little off the beaten path. Yeah, and then on Sunday. Yeah, we'll see if it won. I yeah. hope it does. Or one of them wins. Yeah. I, I I would foresee most likely Better Man winning yeah. the Grammy over I Don't Want to Live Forever. I know. Yeah, so I think so too. And I hope it does. But I also don't expect her to be there. I don't even think I'm going to watch. No, I mean, I kind of want to watch, but <gasps> yeah. I don't I know. So I think if anything, and Caroline, she's one of our listeners, emailed us a long, long time ago, and she had said that like if she does win anything, it's going to be like a recorded thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like that's what, what it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, that's our life now. That is our life. <laughs> It'll be quiet so probably like, for a while longer. Yeah, so like if it all depends on like if I don't want to live forever wins a Grammy, we'll talk right. about that on our next episode. Yeah. Which we'll record in two weeks on Monday. Yeah, or if we don't do I don't want to live forever, we can go into Rob Sheffield's favorite delicate because I think that's mm-hmm. next on our walkthrough reputation. It is. I've been waiting <laughs> yeah. for that. But until then, keep up with us on Instagram, Twitter, Swift Tumblr, Swift Life. Yeah, We're Swift at Swiftish Podcast. Yeah, rate us, you guys, on iTunes. Yes, please. 
Rate tell and follow. Us how much you love us. Yeah, we need it. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah. until oh sorry. No, that's fine. You guys just trying to send my thumbs I'm sorry. <laughs> until next time, this is Ashley. And I'm Shelby. And Taylor, congrats on finding that better. Yeah, man. yeah. You deserve it. Yeah. <laughs>